Okay, we're on Yivamot, Perak Dalid Mishnah Gimel. We're going to talk about today the idea of the Ketubah, the money in the Ketubah. And it gets a little bit complicated, so I made you a little chart. Uh, the chart is a little bit more than little, okay? But in order to understand the Ketubah, we have to understand that there are three, actually, it's really fascinating and progressive, there are three uh, types of money that, don't get overwhelmed by this chart, okay, get a little overwhelmed. There are three types of money that are included when we say the Ketubah. Okay, I'll show you. This is the this is the text of a ketubah. Actually, I work for Sohar very proudly, and uh, this is the classic Sohar text. So I just want we're gonna. This is the details. What the day? Okay, whatever. Okay, the, we're here in this place, and then we put the names. We say this person married this is gonna marry this woman. Okay, please be my wife. And now we get to the interesting thing. Okay, ve'avina lichi. I will give you moharicha. Your mora kesef zuzei. How much do I have to give you in the, as a ketubah, as the guarantee? Okay? According to the Torah, it's like matayim, 200 zoos. Okay? That you get, okay? And uh, etc. And also, I'm going to give you other money. And she agreed. Okay? Then, okay, nidunya. And there's also what's called the nidunya. See this word, nidunya? He gets the nidunya. That, okay, with tosefet, midilei, that he, that he adds on. How much is the nidunya? Then the dunya nowadays we don't really say how much it is, but in Israel you have a certain amount. Israel you'll say let's say 180,000 shekel. That is the 200 zuz plus the nidunya. So let's go back to our chart. The money of the ketubah is the kesef that the the, the baal the husband has to pay her if he dies. And we say that that's a gzeira of chazal. It's a it's a it's a gzeira. It's a din that Chazal made in order to guarantee the future that a Baal shouldn't, shouldn't divorce his wife to Stam, that he has to pay her a certain amount if he dies or if they get divorced. The, the Nidunya is what she brings in. That's called, according to Chazal, barzel, iron sheep money. Okay? That's the money that she brings in. And the halacha of this money is, the Baal can use them, he has to return them if they get divorced. Go back to the Go back to the, back to the original, the original ketubah. So that, that's why we say the total amount of the ketubah, the nudunya and the tosefe, meaning how much does he have to pay you, is this total amount. The nudunya and the tosefe, the extra amount. So meaning, he says, I'll pay you the ketubah, the nudunya you bring in, and the extra that I have to, that I want to give you, the total amount is how much the Baal would have to pay. So you have the ketubah, that's like the, the payment if they get divorced the nedunya that she brings in. And then there's also a third amount, a third schum, uh, a third, uh, I would say, a third category of money called nichsei melug. Melug is like wine, melug. I don't know what's called nichsei melug. Somebody will tell me, you'll email me and tell me. Okay? And that's, called, that's money that, that belongs to the woman, okay, that either she inherits it or she brings money. It's like a separate little bank account that she has for herself. She uses the money, and the halacha is that during the, wedding, the, the, during the course of the marriage, it's her money. The Baal is ochel perot me'akesef. If she earns money, that's his money. But the nichzei melug is her money. We don't have this concept in the modern ketubah. We don't see nichzei melug. Okay, but it's interesting that if her father said, listen, I want her to have money on the side. I want her to be able to run a little business. I want her to do whatever she wants. That's considered nichzei melug. And it's called, so in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, the ketubah is called ketubah. The nichsei tzon barzel, which is called nichasim, and nichsei melug is called nichasim, and nichnesim v'yotzi imiman. Money 
that comes and goes with her. I mean, it's her money. He gets, to, he gets to benefit from the profit, but that's her money. So now our Mishnah, this is all obvious from the, from the point of our Mishnah. These, these columns are all obvious. Our Mishnah is really interested in, I'll just make it a different question, because this is our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is interested in these questions. What happens, so this we know from Ketubot. Well, we'll learn it in Masechet Ketubot. But what happens if she's a shom, to the Shomerit Yabam? What happens for the Ketubah? What happens for the Nichsei Tzon Barzel? So the answer to what happens in Ketubah and Tzon Barzel when she's a Shomerit Yabam, i.e. her husband died, and now she's going to, what happens to that money when she's going to marry the, her husband's brother? Okay, so what happens in that case? And then what happens if she dies? That's the Shomerit Yabam Shemeta. That's the subject of our Mishnah. It's a long introduction, but I think it's important to understand this Mishnah. Shomerit Yabam. So now she's a Shomerit Yabam. Her husband died, and she has, she's waiting to marry her brother. Which makes sense, because there's a, an intermarry a three-month period. We have to make sure she's not pregnant. Shenaflula Nechassim. And then her, her, her father died. And she gets a Yerusha. So she inherits this money. Okay, what happens to that money? Modim Beit Shammai Ubeit Hillel Shemocheret Venotenet Vekayam Both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel agree that she can sell things, she can sell if she gets property, she can give it away. Vekayam, and what she does is Kayam, it's established. I.e., okay, let's go back to the chart. So Shemeret Yabam, she got, these are Nechassim, these are called Nechsei Melug. Okay? So therefore, we say a kesef shela, or in the language, in the language of the Mishnah, mocheret venotenet vekayam. That's it. It's hers. Okay. That's the case that the Mishnah describes. Her nichse melug. Okay. That that's her money, and if he's shomeret yabam, she can do whatever she wants before she gets married. Okay. But meita next case. So by the way, the Mishnah doesn't discuss. Our Mishnah does not discuss what happens with the ketubah. I should really, this, this chart is not really, it's, I, our mission doesn't discuss what happens with the Ketubah and what happens with the Nixay Tzon Barzel. Our mission doesn't discuss it. This, our mission is just this box. What happens to the Ketubah and the Nixay Tzon Barzel is pretty obvious when we learn a Mishnah Dalit. So now the Mishnah turns to the next case. What happens if she dies? Shomer Tiabam Shemeta. Meita, if she dies, Maya Asu Biktubata. What happens to her ketubah? What happens to the, the money of the ketubah? I.e., if she doesn't die, we just pass on this money. We'll see in the next mission, we pass it on to the next husband. But if she dies, who gets, who gets, meaning she was, she was, let's do our original, our, let's go, go back to our original case of, our classic case of yibum. Okay? Just a classic case of yibum. Um, here we go. It's just easier to make uh, to make a new chart. So we have we have. Let's move me to the side here so we see ourselves. So Ruven is married to Leah. Regular case of Yibum. No, no crazy cases. Regular case of Yibum. Ruven is married to Leah, and tragically, as we know, Ruven uh, kicks the bucket. Okay, Ruven dies. Okay, so Leah is now a Shomerit Yabam. She's Shomerit Yabam to Shimon until they until he decides to do Yibum. Leah is Shomerit Yabam to Shimon. I know this is that's my mom our color. I'll make it purple. She's Shomerit Yabam Teshimon. Everything's fine. Okay? So now, in this time, if she inherits money, it's her money. Okay? But now, what happens? She inherits money, or she, she, has, she has two kinds of money. She, has, she inherits money, and she also has Ketuba money coming to her. Okay? So now, in this case, let's make this color, we'll make it a different color. Oops. That didn't work. Here we go. She has the Ketuba. I'm oh, sorry, she has her own money. We'll call that, we'll call this her, her own money. This is the Nixay Malug. 
Okay? And she also has her ketuba coming to her, and the nichseit's own barzel. She has the two kinds of money. And now, poor Leah, tragically, also dies. This is a standard case, but she dies. Who gets this money? So that's a machloke. Meaning, Shimon, does he inherit her? Is he her husband? She has zikukli yibum. She has, so does he have some kind of right to the money? Does, does, his, does Ruvain's family have some kind of right to the money? Or, on the other hand, remember, she inherited this money from her father. So does her father say, listen, I'm still alive, I inherit her. It's my, she's my, I'm direct inheritance to her. That's what our Mishnah is going to talk about. Says the Mishnah, Meita, mayasu biktubata, what do you do with the ktuba and the nechasim ayotzim v'nechasim ima? Be'chama omrim yachloku yorshei habal im yorshei ha'av. You split it, okay? The ktuba it has some zika, okay? Her let's say Ruvain now has his inheritance. She was married to him, so therefore, since she was her husband, so part of the money belongs to him or his inheritors. So Be'chama says his inheritors split the ktuba. And the nechasim 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 yotzimima and the nedunya, as we called it, the nechasim nechasim yotzimima, the nechsei meluv. Oh, so remember that money is part his and part hers. So Beit Shammai says yachloku. Okay, Beit Shammai here the ketuba. Beit Shammai, okay, in this case says yachloku. That's in this case and in this case also Beit Shammai says yachloku. On the Ubeit Hillel Omrim, Beit Hillel says, no, there's three types. Nechasim, Bechezkatam. Nechasim, remember, Bechezkatam. Nechasim here is the Nechsei Tzon Barzel, is Bechezkatam. Look at the Bartanura for a second. Nechasim, Bechezkatam. The Nechasim, Tzon Barzel, is Bechezkatam. Who, below Pirshu Beit Hillel, I Bechezkat Yarshe Ha'isha. Does that mean that it's hers? Or a Nechasim, Shayu Nechasim Shela? He doesn't say which one. So Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel says, so it's like unclear uh, what Beit Hillel meant. Okay? Beit Hillel says, Nechasim Bechezkatam. The money is Bechezkatam. They're, they're just in their chazakah. Belongs to who they belong to. And so the, the Bartiner says, we end up saying, split it. Okay? That's Nechasim Bechezkatam. Okay? Ketuba Bechezkat Yorshei Habaal. The ketubah, he never paid, so the Yorshei Abal get it. Nechasim and nechnasim yosimimah, nechseid melug, bechezkat Yorshei Ha'av. So let's go back to our case. The Beit Shammai says, Yachloku. Beit Hillel says, in this case, the ketubah is bechezkat Yorshei Ha'av. Since they never paid it to her, since, you know, she was, they were supposed to, in this case, remember, the Yorshei Ha'av, that money, the money of the ketubah, it was really his, and he had to pay her if he died. But it went to their inheritors because she was supposed to be miyabem. So therefore it goes to them. Whereas the nichsei melug, it was really hers and he only got to use it. Okay, and that's what Beit Shammai says. Nechasim yosim yosimima bechezkat yoshehav. That goes back to his family inheritance. And so Beit Hillel says in this case, Beit Hillel says in this case, bechezkat yoshehav. Okay, what about nichsei tzon barzel? To in the case of in the case of what would Beit Shammai say? I don't know. I'm way over time. You'll have to email me and think about it. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning to memory of my father, Rav Simcha Ben Yitzchak Kalman. If you have any, if you're just confused, it's very confusing, very complicated. You could just go back and try to compare this chart, okay, as best as you can. Try to compare this chart 
to the to the Mishnah, it's to the text in the Mishnah. You know, I'll make it smaller so you can do that and compare it to the text in the Mishnah itself. There we go. Have a great day.